The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. Yeah, buddy, welcome to another episode of Get Paid, your one-stop shop for all things fantasy, gambling, and daily fantasy. We are proud partners of Underdog Podcasts. You can also find us on Podcast One. You're listening, as usual, on a very special week to Brad and Sean. Brad, how you doing, buddy? I'm great, brother. How you doing? I'm doing all right. So, hey, man, it's week one. We're here. We made it. Can you believe it? Unbelievable. I cannot believe it. I can't This believe- is just fantastic. We're two days away from Packers Bears, baby, Thursday night. I Phenomenal. know, I know. And by the time people are listening to this, it's probably like one day away. That's awesome. It's so good. It's so good. We're gonna be doing just like we did all all um you know season last season. We're gonna be going through game by game, line by line. Um, we're gonna be talking about them. Uh, Brad and I are going to be unveiling a new show called Pick Six, where we're t- we take our our favorite six bets. So basically, the idea was last year, um, Brad and I were so good when we actually put our heads together and picked a game. Um, you know, so when Brad and I agreed on games, uh, you know, we we basically were were pretty lights out. So we're gonna take our our six favorite games and put that into a podcast and just talk about them towards the end of the week. It's primarily going to be a uh, YouTube show, but we are going to simulcast it here, so make sure you subscribe to both. Uh, it's really cool. Um, and if you're listening to this on YouTube, subscribe. If uh, you're not subscribing you know, on YouTube or whatever, do so. And you can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at TFS underscore Sean. Um, you know, Brad, let me uh, get into this. Before we get on, you know, I know we did our um, – last week on our show, we did the, uh, you know, the odds to win the Super Bowls and all that. I was looking at uh, Bavada uh, Sportsbook – Dot com has the Patriots as the steady favorites to win the Super Bowl, and I know the uh, the Chiefs are next. Do you think the Chiefs should be higher than the Patriots? Or do you think it has to be the Patriots at this point? Uh, you know, I think I think talent wise, in any other circumstance, you would have to say Chiefs. But when you have a team like New England, where it doesn't really matter their talent level, you know, they they could have holes in the roster and not be as good as other teams talent wise, and still be better. You know, yep. but better prepared, uh, more yep. sound, play to their their strengths better than anyone does. Things of that nature will always leave them being the favorites, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's I think that's completely fair. I, think I mean, fair. think about it. I mean, it, it's, has San Diego ever been less talented than them for the well, past cons- considering, ten uh, years? You know, <laughs> well, considering San Diego doesn't have a team anymore. Yeah, I don't think they've ever had less ah, talent. <laughs> every week, every that, week, you know, do that. every week I do it. <laughs> Now, you know what? I'm, the day I die. I, I'm, I, I know you will. I know you. People still call uh, the Cardinals the St. Louis Cardinals, right? Um, no, I, I, I was doing that all season last season too, and I finally, some, for some reason, I shook myself of it this year. Every time you say it, it like it resonates with me. But if you listen to any podcast going back to probably the Super Bowl, I probably was calling them the San Diego Chargers. It's just hard. It's a tough one to tough one to break. But you know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna keep calling them that because I have faith that they're gonna come back there. You know, it's. Uh... When Andrew Luck comes back in two years, the the Chargers will go right back to San Diego. (laughs) I'm with you, man. I'm with that. Man, let's just get right into this, man. Let's dig in. Um, We got on Thursday night. Usually I take Thursday games off my board entirely, um, and I take London games off my board. um, Mm -hmm. But this is a special circumstance because it's a season opener, so I don't have to take them off my board. Uh, Bovada has Green Bay plus three at Chicago. How you feeling on this one? Uh, you know, if people are going to think I'm a bit of a homer this year, um, only because I, I, I am high on Green Bay. 
I think that they're going to come back and, and be better than they have been in a while, actually. And, uh, you know, the listeners aren't going to know that that's typically not my way. That's not my nature. Oh, no, you are, you are very pessimistic. You I'm really are. I'm extremely pessimistic. So right now I'm going to say I like it. I think that anytime the Packers may be an underdog this year, it would be a smart choice to take them. And uh, I feel that way for this game. What about you? Yeah, it's funny. So you mentioned how pessimistic you usually are um, with Green Bay, and while when I was still like a diehard Redskins fan, um, we did enjoy some uh, you know Sunday ticket days right in uh, at your apartment or your condo mm-hmm. back then. And it was funny whenever the Redskins would play the Packers because we would just be sitting there. Both of us would be miserable on the couch, mm-hmm. and we'd just be sitting there with our arms folded. And then something good would happen for the Packers. You'd be like, oh, they're going to blow it. And mm-hmm. then you know, something good um, would happen for the Redskins, and then you'd be like, damn it, I knew it. And then I'd say, don't worry, Washington's going to blow it. And it's really like both of us were just the most pessimistic things. But Always. It's a way of protecting ourselves. I guess, right? It's guarding your feelings. Um, it's like you know the preemptive breakup, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> no, so... Uh, you know, I like the Packers this season. Three points. I actually think they're going to win the game. A lot of people are on Chicago uh, this year. And look, you know, they, they did a lot better than they, uh, than we thought they were going to do last year. Um, Nagy did a fantastic job. They have a new running back. They got rid of uh, Jordan Howard. They have David Montgomery in there. A lot of people are high on him. We haven't seen a lot of the starting unit um, from the Bears. And we haven't seen it from the Packers. The difference is, I think the Packers have a team that, Look, they have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is going to be fine, right? Yeah. Right. Trubisky, I think, needs the reps a little bit. So I was surprised to see him not play as much. Um, I think now, that – yeah, go ahead. Sean, I think the reason for the um, the Bears uh, and the th- being a three-point favorite, you know, further from that being at home, which automatically gives you three points, I think that, you know, with a new offense um, – the offense may take a little bit longer in Green Bay's to to kind of click. That is true. I could see them coming out and, and stalling a little bit, whereas the the Bears' defense, I mean, it doesn't take a lot for a defense to click. Like, if they're good and there's talent, then Khalil Mack is just going to wreak havoc, right? So maybe that would be the one cause for the, the Packers not covering. But I do think that they will persevere for sure. Yeah, and if I look at it, let me pull up my uh, fantasy football stuff here. Um, if I'm looking at it from just pure, like, daily fantasy, where's the value out this week? Um, I have uh, basically Trubisky actually from a fantasy quarterback uh, point of view. I think Trubisky is actually going to have more uh, points. I think he'll get more in the rushing yards. Uh, but uh, back to the game analysis, by the way, um, I just think that um, you know the the loss of Fangio at defensive coordinator and replacing him with. Um, uh, what's his face? The old Indianapolis head coach, um, who, Pagano, um, Chuck Pagano. I, I think that's going to be a bigger loss than people are, are thinking. I think everybody thinks that this same defense is going to return. It's hard. Mm-hmm. We saw it with Jacksonville last year, man. It's hard for that it's the true, top it's dog true. to stay it's on top. It's not seamless. I agree. It's just not so easy to happen. Yep. Um, at, at running backs, you know, I think Aaron Jones, I think this year is going to be really good. Uh, you know, the, it's going to take the first really couple weeks for, for everything to calibrate with these new offenses. And I think that because a lot of starters throughout the whole NFL, not just the Packers and Bears, did not play 
um, in the preseason. I think we're going to see a lot of slop. I think we're going to see a lot of, of lower scoring games um, the first couple weeks, drop passes, missed tackles, all these kinds of things, you know. Um, so I think we're going to see some sloppy football, maybe some penalties, um, you know, a lot in the first like week or so, and then things will start to settle in. But Aaron Jones, I like him. I don't yeah, have him projected yeah. super high this week, but I do think that he's a guy that's probably likely to beat my um, my projection because a lot of this stuff is predicated on last year's performance along with new offensive scheme. Um, but they're also playing the Bears defense, so it's going to be tough. I think out of the running backs, Terry Cohen is probably the best one for Chicago. Wide receivers, I like um, I like uh, Devontae Adams. You got to like Devontae Adams. Got but to like Devontae Adams. What do you, sure. What is your take there? Um, it looks like Valdez Scantling got the uh, is is really going to be that second receiver over Geronimo Allison. Is that kind of your take as well, Brad? You know, I really like Geronimo Allison, man. I I think he's a gamer. There's just something about him. He makes big plays when when you need it. And uh, I was actually surprised that he's not the number two. And and if he's not, maybe it changes. I mean, maybe there's an injury or something to to Geronimo. I'm not sure, but I'm high on him, super high. You know, and it's one of those things, too, where this day and age, it doesn't really matter if you're a two or a three. Like, like Valdez Scantling, maybe he's just better on the split, and maybe Allison is just better in the slot. Yeah, maybe that's it. Or maybe just the way the offense is configured, uh, they're just doing that for matchup purposes, right? Exactly. Yeah, that could be it. You know, they want certain defenders on um, Valdez at certain times, so that's why they're going to do it. Who knows? But uh, you are correct. Yep. Um, so yeah, I uh, you know it, I think all three receivers. I have them all projected at 15s um, this week. I think the receivers for Chicago are going to um, going to struggle just a little just a little bit against the Packers uh, defense. I think the Packers defense is going to be improved in the secondary um, as well. And then if I look at um, uh, the tight ends, I think Burton is going to be better at about a seven and a half, assuming he plays. He's been questionable for a little while, but I think he'll be back. So there you go. There's a, a quick. So Brad and I are both on Green Bay this week. Uh, the next game, Brad, we have Bavada has Atlanta uh, plus four um, at Minnesota. Ooh, I'm gonna have to take Atlanta on that one. I think Minnesota. Ooh, I'm surprised bit. that you took Atlanta, bro. Yeah, I know, I know, I am too. I uh, I'm gonna give uh, what you say a little weight, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hope and pray that Minnesota falls off a bit. Yeah, I'm actually on Atlanta too. I think uh, where let me pull my sheet up i i do uh my own analytics that i make um you know and then i uh and then i merge them with kind of my eyeball test and what i do so when i wrote down my own scores i had atlanta losing 21 to 23 this game but plus four i'll take that um i'll I'll take the points in this case uh it's a dome game matt ryan's going to be good in a dome um this offense has played a little bit more in the preseason than minnesota's offense has i think they'll be tough minnesota's defense i think um, will hold down a powerful atlanta um, offense and minnesota's offense is pretty good too and atlanta's defense we'll see what it's like but yeah i'm gonna take atlanta there i'm not i'm not in love with the pick it's not like something i would consider a lock but I do mm-hmm. like it, um, you know, quite a bit. Um, let's move it over to, let's see here, um, the, the daily fantasy stuff. Let me just reposition my mic so I can get a better get a better uh, shot here. So Atlanta, I have Matt Ryan at a 16 and, and Cousins at a 23. So that just gives you some some idea of where you're at. From da- from daily fantasy point of view, you got to probably play Cousins there. You get more value. I don't like the running backs in Atlanta anymore, but I think Dalvin Cook has a big game, a really big game. And we'll get our, our introduction to regular season Alexander Madison, which I'm excited about. From a wide receiver point of view, uh, I think D- Thielen and Diggs are definite plays. 
Um, I actually, Julio is, is always a definite play week to week, but I actually have him scoring less than those other two guys. So again, from daily fantasy point of view, from a budget point of view, Julio might not be the one to drop money on this week. Remember, it's a tough matchup with Minnesota. Um, looking throughout, I like um, Calvin Ridley this week. I like uh, Hooper a lot. Um, especially in this uh, scheme, he's got really sticky hands and everything's sticking to those hands. And, um, you know, uh, I think um, Rudolph might have a decent game for Minnesota. So there you have it. Brad and I are both on Atlanta uh, this week, plus four. But I have Minnesota winning the game. We'll see how that goes. Uh, did you take Green Bay to cover? I missed that. I did. I did take Green Bay All to right. cover. All right. So we just took two road teams. That's pretty bizarre. Yeah, man. I have a lot of road teams, not to spoil mm. anything here. But mm-hmm. uh, next one on the list here, we have Bavada has Baltimore minus seven at Atlanta. Or I'm sorry, at Miami. Oof, oof, oof. Wow, wow. Baltimore minus seven at Miami. Minus seven. That's a big number, man. That is a big number, but I don't like Miami at all. I'm going to take Baltimore. I'm taking Baltimore, too. My analytics are a little split, but mostly like Baltimore, and I like Baltimore, too. Um, Yeah, man, it's hard for me to imagine Miami having just traded their people. Look, I think Miami's better than advertised, but, uh, Mm. you know, Kenyon Drake, I think, needs to be back. He is a little banged up at the moment. And then we'll see if I'm looking at the uh, fantasy point of view. I like Lamar Jackson, the way he's been throwing the ball. I think he's at a 20 this week at a quarterback using um, um, DraftKings um, scoring methodology. I think Mark Ingram and Gus Edwards both do well at running back. Gus Edwards might be a nice little sleeper play for you. Receivers, I'm not loving. Tight ends, I'm not loving. But I think Baltimore just kind of bangs out one of these classic kind of headbanger games. Uh, From Miami, I don't like Fitzpatrick at all. Um, mm-hmm. I think Drake and Ballard struggle against the Baltimore defense. Uh, receivers, I think, are also going to struggle. If you want one from Miami, I think the one to take is maybe um, Devontae Parker. Uh, but I think, actually, tight end Mike Isicki is going to surprise some people this week and score pretty well from a fantasy point of view. So if you're looking for you know maybe one of those $2,800 players on DraftKings or something like that, Gesicki, I think, is a good one to take. So, Brad, I think we are three for three so far, which is not— for three roadies, man. I know, man. And we're, it's, that's not usually like us. That's not usually no, like that's us. that's trippy. I know, man. We're, we're, we're agreeing a little bit too much. I think part of the strength of this show is that we disagree a lot. But, no, no kidding. Oh, my goodness. Okay, this one we might disagree on. We have uh, Buffalo, Brad. Uh, Bavada has them at Buffalo plus three at the Jets. Mm, I'm going to have to take the Jets to cover. We were four for four. I'm taking the Jets as well. Mm-hmm. Man, and, and and I think Buffalo, I've talked about them. Um, we did our preview, and we were both kind of down on Buffalo, especially with respect to the rest of the betting community. And and um in our special edition episode, you know, we talked about our um about Buffalo and a lot of people putting money down on Buffalo and all that stuff. And that's where a lot of like the smart, sharp betters are going. And I can see it. Buffalo has a strong defense, really strong defense. Underrated, I think, in terms of NFL viewership. They're really, really good defense. Um, and they have a quarterback now who's throwing short and throwing deep. Um the thing is just I just don't know. I just don't know how strong they are. And it's not so much Buffalo because I like Buffalo, but I think New York just isn't getting a lot of publicity. Um, yeah, right. I agree. I think they're going to be better than advertised for sure. I think I think Darnold is a little bit mm-hmm. further in his progression as a quarterback than Josh Allen is right now. Um, and I'll, I would even say a little bit further along than Lamar Jackson is. Not to say that you know Darnold's going to do better than them in fantasy 
points of view, but I just think that he'll keep the ball moving. Adam Gase, dude, like he did really well in Miami for what he had to work with as a roster, right? Right. So, um, you know, I like this team. I like this Jets team a little bit more. So um, I'm actually throwing love both ways to these guys. Um, maybe if it was the Jets minus three, I would have taken Buffalo. I think this is an even matchup, so I'm going to take um, – but um, – no, no, no! I take that. I take everything I said just there back. <laughs> no, <laughs> Buffalo. If it was Buffalo minus three, I'd still take the Jets because I'm on the point. So um, I am going to take the Jets to cover their home game, big opener. They're kind of the un- their underdog in the public eye, even though they're getting the points um, or giving points in this matchup. I'll take them from a fantasy point of view. Um, you know, I was saying that uh, I think Darnold is a little bit better as a quarterback, but. In terms of fantasy, I think Josh Allen scores more. Josh Allen gets you more rushing touchdowns. He throws the ball deeper. Um, You have Devin Singletary and Frank Gore now fighting for reps now that McCoy's gone. I think as far as receivers go, I think maybe Zay Jones is probably your best bet to score well for Buffalo. But I really don't love the offense this week, um, even playing against Miami. Um, I'm sorry, the Jets. For the Jets, you have Sam Darnold. Um... I don't love him. I'm not going to buy him. Uh, I think uh, Le'Veon Bell scores pretty well um, this week. Uh, I don't. I think he's going to have a down season, but I think he'll do just fine this week. Um, I'm not going to buy him in daily fantasy. I don't think he's worth the budget, but he'll do okay for you as a, as a regular fantasy running back. Um, I like Quincy Inunua at receiver. A lot of people like Robbie Anderson more. I like Quincy Inunua. Uh, that's my guy. Robbie Anderson will score okay, but I'll definitely be bud- um, spending some budget on uh, Quincy. And I also like Cole Beasley. I don't think he's going to score particularly well this week, but I like him as a sleeper in fantasy circles. All right, Brett, so let's move it on. Um, a ver- another very interesting bet um, this week. It's uh, Bavada has Kansas City minus four at Jacksonville. Ooh, got to go Kansas City, man. Come on. I think that's a little uh, little low and insulting to Kansas City. I don't care where they're at. Come on. Yeah, minus four. Should be seven-point favorites. Easy. Against Jacksonville team that struggled to move the ball new yeah, quarterback. come on, man. Nick Foles, come on. New team. I love Nick Foles, but but let's take it easy. I know. I'm with you, man. We're five for five so far wow. um, on the wow. picks. I think that's the bet of the week so far. Yeah, and man. I that's... haven't heard the rest, but that one sounds juicy. Yeah, that one minus four. Look, De- Jacksonville's defense looks incredible. Kansas City lost in pieces. We know that. But Kansas City's offense, this is like, this might be one of the most interesting matchups of the year. Um, this isn't like hyperbole. Um, this is like for real. I really, because you have Jacksonville, I think they're going to come back. Their defense is going to come back to where they were. Um, Kansas City's offense is just so damn good. Um, They're so good. Yeah, it's, just, it's just exceptional. It's like... Talent everywhere. <clears throat> yeah, I don't mean to speak in hyperbole either, but, I mean, it's it could be, uh, you know, the Rams of 99, that type of deal, you know? Yeah, it's... Uh, Patriots it, of 07, one of those type things. Yeah, man. I'm with you. I'm with you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have, um, uh, from a fantasy point of view, look, if you have if you have a roster and you have a bunch of Chiefs, start them all, um, just because I think you have to every week, even against a tough defensive matchup. And I'm not taking anything away from Jacksonville. I just think Kansas City's offense is like a generational offense. It's shaping up that way. Uh, but uh, I have Mahomes at a 24. I have Damian Williams at a 13. I have McCoy only at a 5 right now. We'll see. I might have to calibrate depending on how this week goes. I have Tyreek Hill at crazy at crazy points at this point. He's well over 25 points um, on DraftKings. Um, I have the other receivers in Kansas City really kind of doing bupkis. And then uh, Kelsey, though, uh, I have him at a 15, so he's a very good play. Uh, Jacksonville, I have Foles at a 19. Uh, Fournette at a 17, and then I really don't have much anything else for uh, for for Jacksonville. Maybe D.D. Westbrook would be a good play uh, in a PPR-type format. That's about it. All right, moving now along, Brad, we have the Rams minus three at Carolina. Mm, okay. I, uh, 
I'd like Carolina to upset them this Ooh. week. I'm going with it, yeah. That mm-hmm. is our first dissension, Brad. I think Super Bowl hangover hits them week one. I think Carolina takes them. Ron uh, Rivera is a very good coach. And uh, he's had all offseason to prepare for this game. I think that puts them uh, in the driver's seat, being at home as well. Yeah, well, um, it, it, this obviously assumes Cam Newton is, is good to go and no ill effects from, from preseason and all that stuff. I can't imagine you're going to take the backup quarterback to beat the Rams. Is that fair to say, Brad? No, not at all. I mean, is yeah. he not projected to start? I didn't well, he, last I saw, he's questionable. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll touch back in as we get into the uh, the pick six and all that stuff, and you know, we'll, we'll catch everybody up on all those um, things. But I'm sure he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the Rams— um, going, I don't think it's going to be like a huge, huge victory, but I do have the Rams covering that spread personally. So that is our first uh, pick where we disagree. Um, so my betting slip, Brad, because of that, I'm taking it off the board. But um, let me just kind of run through quickly the fantasy uh, stuff. I have Goff at a 22. I have uh, Gurley. I think he's. I think he's healthy. I think he's healthy. I'm going on his record as saying I believe that he is healthy. We'll see. I have him at a 20. I have um, Cooks at an 11, um, Woods at a 14, and Cooper Cup, I actually have at a 20. I like him quite a bit coming out of the slot this week. Uh, Cam Newton, I have at a 23, uh, Christian McCaffrey at a 19. So I actually think Gurley outscores Christian McCaffrey. We'll see how that goes, but I don't think you can go wrong with either. At receiver, I guess I like DJ more there, but I really don't like anybody outside of maybe actually Greg Olson uh, as a pass catcher for, unless you consider McCaffrey a pass catcher, Uh, but there you go. Uh, Moving it on, Brad, interesting game here. One of the games that's going to be on one of my TVs, Tennessee plus six at Cleveland. Mm, mm, mm. Tennessee, baby. Definitely. I'm taking Tennessee as well. Yeah, I think this yeah. is. I think Cleveland wins a wins a a, a very close game. I think mm-hmm. people are sleeping on Tennessee. Um, mm. I know we kind of made light of of Tennessee, but as we always say, you know, we kind of make fun of Tennessee a little bit. But um, they're they're never an easy team to play, dude. They they play everybody never. tough, and uh, they have a good coaching staff. They have a strong team. Brad, you and you and me, we don't, neither one of us really believe in Marcus Mariota as the long term quarterback there. Um, obviously, Tennessee does, so it is what it is but I think this is like 20 to 19 Cleveland I think Cleveland like will like win a squeaker um Mm. but it would not shock me at all to see Tennessee upset if you're getting six points against Cleveland um that this is the hype train for Cleveland going this should be like a three or four point game I cannot believe that Tennessee is uh is getting more points than Jacksonville is getting against uh, Kansas City I can't believe it. Yeah, I can't believe it. Either. That's pretty wild. Yeah, so I'm with you. I'm taking Tennessee. That's one of my favorite games of the week, actually. Um, possible upset special, but we'll see where it goes. Uh, moving it along. Oh, sorry. Uh, from fancy point of view, I don't like anybody. If, if Henry plays, if Henry's healthy, I like him. Um, and I like Corey Davis, not really anybody else for Cleveland. Uh, or for, I'm um, sorry, for Tennessee, for Cleveland. I don't actually love Mayfield for as much as he's going to cost. If you have him on your team, I have him in an 18. It's kind of run-of-the-mill stuff. I love Chubb this week. I have him in a 15. Um, I think OBJ, assuming he's fine, I have him at a 15. Landry, I have it at a 10. Um, so I think, you know, your, your Cleveland pass catchers will get you some value. Even Rashard Higgins, um, you know, now that Callaway is suspended for a couple weeks, might be, get you some good daily fantasy-type um, um, bargain potential. So there you go. Moving it along, Brad. I think we're about halfway, but... Uh, uh, we're zooming through. We have Washington plus nine and a half at uh, at Philadelphia. Oh, you know, uh, first game of the year. I think that the odds are that Philadelphia is not going to just blow them out seamlessly. Um, so I, I, I take Washington to cover, man. It's a lot of points. I think Philadelphia, you know, wins easy still, but I think Washington covers. Yeah, I'm kind of split on this. My computer's like Washington, so that's who I'd pick. But I'm actually... 
I actually think Philadelphia is going to cover this. I see this as like a 30 to 16, 30 to 19 type mm. game. Um, but, you know, it's all about how, how sharp Wentz is. If, if Wentz comes out and he's not sharp and, you know, we haven't really seen him, you know, in camp, um, it's going to be one of those slugfest NFC East type games. Um, Washington is always better than advertised. I think this week it could go either way for me. Like I said, you know, my computers love Washington. Uh, they unanimously like Washington, but my, my gut tells me that Washington loses this one by like 10 or 11. So I'm just going to take it off my board. Uh, for picks purposes, I'm going to take Washington, but like I said, I'm not actually suggesting to spend money on it because I'm personally not going to. Uh, so Brad and I guess technically agree. Brad really agrees with my computers. I'm the only, uh, my uh, my eyes are the only uh, only dissenters there. From a fantasy point of view, I don't really like Washington too much other than Darius Geis. I like him. Um, I think uh, from the limited action we saw in preseason, I think he's going to be really good. Adrian Peterson is going to have his say, but I would play um, and I would buy Geis in daily fantasy formats more so. Uh, Wentz, I think, will have a nice game, assuming he's fine. I don't like either of the running backs against this Washington defense. I think Alshon Jeffrey does well. Um, we'll see. I, I think Deshaun Jackson um, will also do well against his old team in Washington. He's a, he's really a good kind of revenge type player. And then Ertz is you know Ertz is a weekly play. You got to play him in daily fantasy. I'm not going to buy him though. I have him at a ten, um, which isn't great for my tight end projections. Um, but um, you know I'm sure he'll probably outperform that. But I just don't like the spend there. So there you go. Moving it along, Brad. We have another, in my opinion, an interesting game. Um, I don't think the regular NFL community was, but I have a sickness, and I like all the games. So this one, to me, is interesting. Uh, Bavada has Cincinnati plus 9.5 at Seattle. Who do you like there? Ooh, man. You know, it is interesting. They're all interesting. I'll give you that. And I think any game with Seattle is interesting. Um, God, do I think they're going to blow anybody away? I don't think they're that good, to be honest, even though I love Russell Wilson. I just don't think they're the Seattle they were four years ago. I think Russell Wilson is, but I don't think they are. So I'm going to take uh, the road team. What the hell is the road team there? The bad news, Bengals. I'll take them to cover. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I think the Bengals aren't as bad as um, as they're getting, you know, credit for. I believe it. I believe it. I don't think they're as bad. Nine and a half points to me is, um, if this was last year's Bengals, I think that would be a fair line. This isn't last year's Bengals. New coaching Mm -hmm. staff. Dalton was, you know, the the Bengals are actually pretty good before Dalton kind of went down with injury and then A.J. Green went down. We're not going to get A.J. Green this week, but we do get Joe Mixon. We get um, Darnold. He's been looking pretty sharp, I think, in my opinion, in preseason. He did throw, I think, one bad pick um, that I saw, but wasn't too bad. Nine and a half points to me is a lot. I'm split on this one. Computers are split on this one. I don't love it. I'm not going to bet on it. But for picks purposes on the show, as we keep track of everything, I am going to take Cincinnati and all those points. Man, nine and a half is a lot. In a week one game, you know, nine and a half is just too much. I like Seattle to win comfortably, but I think I think you know it's more like a seven point game, not a not a sure. ten point game. Uh, from a fantasy point of view, let's see who do I like. I like Russell Wilson quite a bit um, for uh, Seattle, and I love Chris Carson. I like Lockett, but I don't like any of the other Seahawks at this point. If Metcalf was it was playing, I think he's still hurt. If he's playing, I, I like him, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's not going to be in there. We'll clean all that stuff up towards the end of the week as well. Um, for Cincinnati, Dalton, I think, is a decent buy for Daily Fantasy kind of sleeper uh, potential, but you know, probably not a great play for your fantasy roster. I do like Mixon, though, this week. I think he's a solid play. 
if Boyd was, or I'm sorry, if AJ Green was playing, I would love AJ Green, but he's not. So that means I like Boyd. Um, I don't love him as much as I would have liked AJ Green and Boyd together, but I do think Boyd actually has a really nice week one. Um, I think he's a really good, um, you know, kind of under the radar type buy um, for daily fantasy if you're looking for somebody to pop in week one. So there you have it. All right, Brad, let's move it on. We have Indianapolis now plus seven at the Chargers of Los Angeles. Uh, Who do you think, Brad? Uh, I think that the Colts are going to be lost, almost like when you when you go through a breakup, you know, that your significant other, they leave, and, and you don't even know where you stand, your compass is off. I think that's kind of going to be the effect of the Colts for a little bit, man. I think they just don't know who they are anymore, and it's going to be ugly, and the Chargers beat the crap out of them. Yeah, I think there's there's two schools of thought. I think the other thing is, like, if, if you're competing and you're in that locker room, you're thinking, now, everybody thinks our season's over because Andrew Luck is gone. Well, we have a good team. We you know, I think they can rally around Brissett. I don't think this is like the Rams rallying around Kurt Warner, <laughs> but I think that um, yeah, this team can rally around Brissett. I think Brissett will have a nice um, year. I actually had this game at seven points, as it were, was, so to me, it, it's too close to bet. I would push mm-hmm. it, um, but my computers do like the Chargers in this game. Um, a little bit. I've had to kind of pull them off the board too because it's hard to calibrate the uh, the Colts with Brissett because we just haven't really seen it with the revamped roster. We saw it during their four and twelve season, but we haven't seen it, you know, with this new kind of better regime and this better coaching staff. I think the Colts will be okay. Um, I think they'll be in it actually, but the Chargers is a tough open. Uh, they got a tough defensive line. Um, Man, they're really good, even without uh, Melvin Gordon. Smelvin Gordon. Uh, I think they're. I think the Chargers. I think they'll pull this off. Um, I'm pulling them off my board, but if I had to pick, I'll take the Chargers to cover there. Uh, Brad, next game we have. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting to, to go through the uh, fantasy stuff. Brissett, I have an, having an okay game, but I'm not going to play him or buy him really. Uh, Mac, I have having an okay game. Hilton, I have having an okay game. I don't really love any of these uh, these players except for maybe Ebron um, for Indianapolis. Now for the Chargers. I don't love Rivers this week. I actually love Eckler. Um, you know, given that he's basically a backup running back, I think he's he's going to have a really nice daily fantasy um, return on investment there. Um, so go ahead and invest in your uh, Eckler. You can also invest in Jackson if you want. And uh, let's see. I think Hunter Henry has a nice game. I think Keenan Allen has a nice game. So there you go. Moving it on, Brad. Now we have the Giants plus seven at Dallas. Giants plus seven at Dallas with no Zeke. I like Dallas, man. I think they're good. I think they take it. And I think I don't like Ezekiel Elliott. I just don't like him. I don't think he's a good dude. And I think he's accruing some bad karma. And I think that Dallas, to prove a point that they don't need him, uh, is going to blow out a team and really scare the pants off Zeke. Yeah, I think, man, I just don't think the Giants are as bad as advertised. And it's a division Mm. game. You know, I think it's... I think the Giants are worse than advertised. <laughs> much, much worse. No, man, I think they're better. I think they're... We're, we're going to see. We're going to see during the season. I don't think they're going to threat for the division or anything like that. I, I think Dallas wins this game. I think it's kind of similar to, to the Colt... Or, I'm sorry, to the Browns. I think it's uncomfortably close for the uh, for the old Cowboys there. But I think, you know, I have the Cowboys in my score at about a 22 to 20. My computers... Let me scroll down on my computer here and see what they like in the aggregate. The, my computers come back with a score of drum roll, please. Dallas um, twenty three, 
and the Giants twenty. So actually, my computer is only a point different than I am. I think I think that that seven's too much um, for a division matchup, even on the road. No Zeke. Um, so there you go. Brad and I disagree on this one. So I'm not going to bet it, and I don't think you should bet it either. When Brad and I disagree, don't bet. You make more money when we agree. But right. um, but there you go. Uh, move it. Oh, sorry. Once again, I got to go back to the uh, to the scores. Um, I think either running back for Dallas is going to score well. Um, Zeke, if he plays, I th- I have him at a twenty eight. If it's Pollard, I have him more at like a twenty, but still a great play. Um, I think Amari Cooper is going to have a huge game, um, and I actually like Jason Witten to have a great first game of the season. Um, mm. Don't I don't love Dak this week. I think it's going to be tough sledding for him, but I think the uh, the other pass catchers there are going to be good. Um, Manning, I don't like at all, but Saquon Barkley, you got to play. Uh, Sterling Shepard, I think, is also going to have a, a pretty decent game for you. So if you're looking for somebody there. And then also Evan Ingram, I think, has a has a nice game as well. Uh, Brad, next game I have here is Detroit. Uh, Bavada has minus 2.5 at Atlanta. I'm sorry, at Arizona. At Arizona. Detroit is minus 2.5 at yep. Arizona. Yep. I got to go with the Detroit. Definitely, definitely Detroit. Wow, no, I'm going, I'm going Arizona, actually. Mm, mm, so you're Detroit. Mm. Um... Here's the thing. I think I think actually Arizona wins this by a point. So to mm. say that Detroit is giving two and a half points, I'm not a big fan of Detroit. I do think Kerryon Johnson's a beast in the making, mm-hmm. though, and I think Stafford might be okay now that you know Kerryon Johnson should be the focal point of that offense, I believe. But Arizona, I think, will be able to outscore. I really do. Um, we'll see what happens. Ky- this is predicated on my belief that Kyler Murray will actually be able to stay in the pocket and throw the ball downfield as I saw in the third preseason game there. But um, we'll see, man. I don't think it's a foregone conclusion by any means. And if I'm looking at the fantasy, <laughs> basically you can play Carrion Johnson. You can play uh, Galladay um, for the Lions. I think you can play Kyler Murray and um, David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald. And then I don't like anybody else. I Actually, you know what? Christian Kirk is actually probably a good play there as well. Um, so I like more receivers um, on uh, Arizona, and I think uh, Kyler Murrow gets you some nice running yards, so that's why I think he has a nicer game, but it's really carry on Johnson and, and Galladay, I think, running the ship there. Uh, moving it on, Brad, we have San Francisco even at Tampa Bay, so no points ooh, there. Ooh, I like San Francisco, man. I like Jimmy G. I like their new wide receiver. You, you've made me a believer, and um, you know, with Bruce Arians, I do like him, but I, I, I just am not going to be a believer in Tampa until they show me something. I'm just not. I actually think that um, I, I think that Tampa's going to cover this one at home. I just have a feeling that Bruce Arians is going to get that team. I, I'm not a big believer in Tampa Bay, but I think Bruce Arians, man, is a really good coach. I think he's going to have him jacked up. I think this is going to be a higher scoring game than people probably think it's going to be. It's going to be like to me like like a 34 to 30 or 34 to 35 or something like that. I think it's going to be one of the more exciting games of the week. I think both mm-hmm. teams are going to move the ball and both teams are going to struggle to stop the other team from moving the ball. Um, so I actually like everybody, um, honestly, from a fantasy football perspective, uh, Garoppolo, Coleman. Um, I actually think Burrito might be a sneaky play from daily fantasy point of view. I think he's going to get more percentage of carries than people think. I like the receivers for San Francisco. I like Pettis. I like um, um, Debo. I like um, Goodwin. I like everybody, basically. And then Winston, I think, has a nice game. I think Peyton Barber has a nice game. I think Mike Evans, I wouldn't invest in him in Daily Fantasy, but I have him at a 13. I think Godwin's at an 11. He's somebody maybe I do put the money in for an investment. I'd rather have uh, less cost Godwin for that two-point differential in my projections. So I have Tampa Bay. Brad, you have San Francisco, but I can't argue either way. I certainly wouldn't bet Mm -hmm. on this game. Um, Next game, we have... uh, Bavada has Pittsburgh plus six at New England. 
Oh, wow. Is this the Sunday night game? I believe so, yes. I like uh, whew, I like Pittsburgh to cover. I think New England is a much better team um, week 13 than week one. Um, and I think Pittsburgh uh, hangs in there. I'm not saying they win, but I think if, if New England wins this game, it's by three points. And I think if Pittsburgh wins the game, it's by three points. So there, there's my opinion. Yeah, I mean, we, we just come off an offseason where Pittsburgh was basically everybody was, was just giving up on them and going to the Browns. I think for the first time in you know maybe 15 years, the Steelers come into the season with a chip on their shoulder. Um, mm, mm-hmm. You know, I think they want to, you know, push it in in uh, New, Orleans, or New England's face. New England's going to have, I think, three new offensive linemen, two off, new offensive linemen this week. Um, the receivers, Josh Gordon's just coming back and have his first game in like you know like nine months or something like that. Um, it's going to be interesting. Now, I think New England's going to be able to run the ball um, very effectively, and I think Pittsburgh is going to be able to throw the ball very effectively. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch, You know, maybe the game of the week. Um, I'm looking up the board. I can't see a game that I'm more excited to watch, honestly. I like that Atlanta-Minnesota matchup. I can't wait to watch that one. And this, sure. this Pittsburgh-New England matchup, I'm really excited. And then, of course, the uh, the Tennessee-Cleveland one, just because it's so interesting. Yes, um, right, correct. So there's a lot, of, a lot of good ones. I'm with you, Brad, man. I, I see this as maybe a New England victory, but I see this as a close game either way. Mm. My computers and I like Pittsburgh, but I generally have the rule, don't bet against Bill Belichick, you know? Yeah, Six well, points it's silly is a lot, to bet. You're right. It's silly to bet against them. It's like you're getting too cute. You know, yeah. you're kind of a fool to bet against them. I would, I would give you that, man. Yeah, but you and I are both picking Pittsburgh. I don't know that we'll wager our money on it. We'll talk about that before the Pick Six Show this week. Um, but, uh, but there you go, Brad. One thing, actually, I, I know we talked about in the season. Do you want to take some show money and just kind of let it go on uh, on Bavada? You know, with the Pick Six, put our money where their, where our mouth is there. I'd love to. All right, let's do it. Let's figure out the amount. We'll announce that on the uh, on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, Brad and I mm-hmm. aren't uh, Rockefeller or anything. We're not going to be betting ten thousand dollars a game or anything like that. But uh, you know, we'll we'll put our money where our mouth is. If we're going to uh, you know tell you to invest in some money into some of our picks, we should be investing in those as well. So there you go. Uh, we got three games left, Brad. Oh, or let me go through uh, fantasy land. Man, I think Brad Roethlisberger is going to have a nice game. Um, really nice game. I like James Conner quite a bit. I think Smith Schuster has a huge game. I think Moncrief has a nice game. And then we'll see what James mm. Washington's all about. I like pretty much all of Pittsburgh. I think Vance McDonald's going to have a nice game. I like the offenses in this uh, in this matchup. I think Michelle's going to have a nice game. James White, uh, Tom Brady, Julian Edelman. I'm looking across the board here. Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, Josh Gordon and Julian Edelman is where I stop. I want to see what happens. I think Matt Lacasse is the... Uh, is the tight end there in New England? The days are over with Gronk, you know, just basically securing, securing a bunch of targets and touchdowns and stuff. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I like watching him play. But anyway, moving it on, Brad. We have Houston plus seven at New Orleans. Oh wow! Now this is a matchup, mm-hmm. my friend. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like Houston to cover this, baby, for sure. Plus seven, huh? In New in, in New Orleans. In New Orleans, yeah, I think Houston's going to be much better than than people would give them credit for. I'm really coming around on Houston. I think they're going to be great. Yeah, you know they did uh, they did get Tunzel, like I said um, earlier this week on the special edition. That was a huge trade. I mean, they gave up a lot of draft capital. I think when Luck retired, they're basically like, hey, we see blood. This division's ours. Let's mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. let's protect. Um, you know, ever since they traded their uh, guy to uh, Seattle a long time ago. By the way, they also traded Jadavian Clowney um, this year as well. They traded a, a, um, an offensive tackle to Seattle a while back, I think. 
or maybe it was vice versa. Maybe the guy. Anyway, either way, they, the Deshaun Watson has basically been on his back for two years. They need to protect them. They have them. They added a receiver. Um, they have uh, Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde, who basically the starting backfield for Cleveland Browns uh, last season <laughs> before Chubb took over, which is kind of a funny little tidbit. Um, I think that New Orleans, New Orleans, what do we know about their defense as they stop the run? I think they turn this team into a one-dimensional one team. I think New Orleans is just a little bit too much in the dome to handle for uh, Houston in week one. I'm going to take I'm gonna take New Orleans to cover that big spread, man. Seven's a lot of points. I don't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I think that I think Houston's going to take a little bit to gel. They, they are still my favorite team in the AFC South, but I'm going to take New Orleans to cover that game. Uh, Brad, last game of the week here. Uh, Bavada has Denver even odds at Oakland. Oh God, that's just so gross. I like Oakland. Really? I'm just gonna take. Yeah, I'm just gonna take Oakland, Oakland. at home to open the year, huh? Yeah. Well, you know what? Sorry, sorry. I was disgusted. I didn't put any thought into it. Denver. I'm really sorry about that, guys. <laughs> Everybody at home. I got so disgusted. I just threw a name out. Then I came back and really thought about it. No, not Oakland. Not Oakland whoever is else your is pick. playing Oakland and has even odds. I'm taking them. Um, sorry, guys. By the way, okay, so I'm going to take Denver as well. Let me look back because, once again, I forgot to do my uh, fantasy football uh, insight here. So uh, Deshaun Watson, I have a 24. Um, I have the running back struggling against New Orleans, as I just mentioned. Um, I think DeAndre Hopkins has a huge game. I think Will Fuller has a huge game. Uh, But on the other side, New Orleans, I think Breeze, I think Kamara, I think Latavius Murray, I think Michael Thomas, I think Traquan Smith. And I think Jared Cook all have a really nice games. I think that, uh, again, I'm taking uh, New Orleans to cover. I think primarily because New Orleans can make Houston one-dimensional like uh, very few teams can. So there you go. Uh, back to Denver. Yeah, I'm going to take Denver there. Um, I like Denver, man. It, that It's it's more about me liking Denver than it is being disgusted by Oakland or anything like mm-hmm. that. Denver mm-hmm. is a really interesting team mm-hmm. this year because they got the defensive head coach from or the defensive coordinator from Chicago Fangio comes over and they got a, a really kind of young energizing Shanahan system um, offensive play caller I like that I like that combination I think Philip Lindsay has a lot of talent I think Royce Freeman has a lot of talent I think that this backfield is going to be able to run the ball on anybody all year I think Flacco we talked about on the show Brad I think Flacco is underrated he gets mm-hmm. a lot of hatred mm-hmm. for that that quote unquote big contract that he signed, but I think he might be the lowest paid starter in the league at this point on that same contract that he signed, you know, five, six, seven years ago. You know, making seventeen mil. Um, you know, Brissett is even making fifteen mil at this point. You know, um, look, man, I, I like it. Emmanuel Sanders looks fantastic. Cortland Sutton looks good as a number two. I like this team, man. There's a lot to like. I think this defense is going to be a shutdown defense, and I think they're going to be able to move the ball and run the ball. It's that's you got tough. me convinced, man. Yeah, I'm, man. I'm, hey, you got me. We'll see. So, um, so Denver, I have, uh, let's see, I have Flacco at an 18, not great. Uh, but for Daily Fantasy, he's going to be super cheap, so he might be something you want to take up. Uh, Lindsey, I have having a 12. That's not a really standout game. Emmanuel Sanders at a 10, not a standout game. Sutton at a 10, not a standout game. But I th- actually think Noah Fant is your sleeper here this week. I have him at a 16, believe it or not, against Oakland. So he has a high projection. He's a good one if you're looking for a tight end, a cheap tight end to insert in your roster. Noah Fant is probably my favorite budget play of the week. Uh, at Oakland, I have, let's see, Carr not having a great game. I think um, 
Um, the rookie running back there, uh, Josh Jacobs, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to struggle just a little bit this week against mm-hmm. a tough defense. Well, well, I think we'll see more about what he's about in the coming weeks. But I think Denver's going to do well against the run. Um, I don't like Antonio Brown this week. Um, I don't love Tyrell Williams. If you're going to play one or the other, I would say Antonio Brown. Uh, but I do like Darren Waller against this uh, against this defense. They're going to have to move the ball somehow. Uh, we know that Carr likes those intermediate and short throws. I think Darren Waller is going to be a, a standout breakout tight end. He's not going to score as high as Fant will on the other side, but um, I like Waller this week. There you go. So that's a full slate of games, Brad. We're awesome. through the episode. Um, I can't wait. So we're gonna we're gonna get get together. We're gonna give more details out on the uh, get paid pod, or I'm sorry, the pick six podcast. Um, which is going to clean up the show, talk about kind of late season scratch or late week scratches, any late week news. But we're really just going to be getting into the games and, and making our picks and, our, and the bets that we're actually in money down on. So there you go. There you have it. Go out, make some bets, play some daily fantasy, get paid.